Run Talk SA. This is episode 18. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to our running podcast. I'm Simon Parkinson, and on the other line is Brad Brown. How's it, Brad? Yeah, very good. And you, Parky? I am exceptionally well. I am loving the weather that we're having in Gauteng. We went from winter, 24 hours, summer. We had about a 24-hour spring. I must admit this last weekend was a bit of a throwback to winter, but uh, hey, let's forget it. It's all gone. Summer's here. Running's back on the calendar. Waking up early in the morning is, uh, well, not always a breeze, but certainly a lot easier than it is in June and July. Now, the cool thing is it's also getting lighter earlier, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. Uh, Not that I'm up at that time of the morning. You are, but I've heard that the sun's coming up earlier. It's coming up earlier and it's staying up longer, which means that you can have a cold beer after you get home from work and not feel as if it's nighttime and you've got to, you know, lock the house up and get yourself into into going to bed mode. Um, Anyway, let's have a look at this week's show, shall we? This week, I caught up with a man that many of you will be familiar with. His name is Chen. He's from Malaysia, has been in South Africa for the last couple of years. And Chen has, well, in fact, he actually committed to doing the 1,000 kilometers in one year in races. He did that for a couple of years, actually, and achieved it, I may add, but also put in a lot of mileage and training us. He'll be more well-known, though, for the photographs that he took on every single race, whether it was the Comrades, the Two Oceans, or the Discam at the beginning of the year. He was out there taking photographs and let me tell you not one or two photographs but lots of photographs and when i was finished uh, with my third beer after a 21k run by the time i got home the pictures were up and on facebook and tagged and it wasn't only members of four ways or ramberg or rac he went to all of those sort of clubs and ran at all of those time trials but it was from people that he met on every single race around the country he also did some trail running well chen has now left South Africa, uh, his company. He's in the oil industry. Uh, don't think of J.R. Ewing, think of Chen, but similar sort of trade. Uh, anyway, Chen has now moved on to his next stop, and the next stop is Scotland. Uh, so his running conditions will certainly be very different different up there. But I caught up with him just before he left. Um, his final time trial was on Thursday night. Uh, there are some photographs which are on our website. You can see it with the four ways roadrunners. Uh, he, he was, in actual fact, at the last of, of his time trials. Uh, but how's this for dedication, Brad? Here's a man who finishes the time trial on Thursday. Friday, he travels with his family across to London from Johannesburg, lands in London on Saturday morning. Saturday then catches a flight Saturday morning from Heathrow up to Aberdeen in Scotland which is where he'll now be living, got there at about 11 o'clock, got in his car, got to his accommodation. He's staying in a, in a, in a bed sit or a, a flat for the next three weeks until he gets his house ready. But the first race that he was in was Saturday, 3 p.m., 16-kilometer <laughs> run <laughs> with wife and family supporting him. That's... And can you imagine? I mean, if I'd said to my wife, listen, we're immigrating, moving to a different country, and by the time we get there, I'm racing in three you, you, hours. You, she would have told me to stick it. You would have been going on your own. Absolutely. Or in actual fact, she would have been coming back on her own, straight to South Africa. Parky, I'm a, um, bit, I'm a so, bit concerned, I must say. You, you mentioned, you're showing your age now. You mentioned J.R. Ewing. Who the hell is that? Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't make me feel old. He was the biggest oil baron of the okay, 1980s, Dallas. Let's move on. What else did we have on the show? <laughs> no, just checking, just checking. Uh, we're going to have a bit of a chat, you and I. Uh, we're heading into the new running season. There's some cool races coming up towards the end of this year. 
Uh, and then some big ones happening early next year. And then obviously the build-up to Comrades. So we're going to chat a little bit about that. It was Heritage Day on Tuesday as well. And uh, I ran the Boxburg Sportsman's Warehouse 15 and uh, ended up running with a couple of novices. So, uh, yeah, I picked their brain a little bit about their first 15K. That's coming up on the show this week too. And then was also lucky enough this week to catch up with Johan van Amadvo, who is the record holder at the Washi 100 miler. He won it this year as well. Uh, and yeah, just chatted to Johan a little bit about 100 milers and wrapping your head around running that far. The distances that that man runs is just phenomenal. So that's what's on the show. Bit of a big intro today. But you know what? Lots of interesting stuff. Here, though, is our first interview of this week's show. It's uh, Chen from Malaysia living in Scotland. I'm with Chikong Chen, who is from Malaysia and has been living in South Africa for the last two and a half, three years. And a number of people who run within Johannesburg would know of him because he's the guy that runs with the four ways colors, but he runs with a camera and takes photographs of every single run that he does. And uh, the reason I'm speaking to him this week is because he's actually leaving South Africa. He's off on, uh, on his next part of his uh, career to Scotland, which is certainly a, a colder place to go and run. But um, before he departs and leaves, I thought I'd catch up with him and just see how he's enjoyed his running in South Africa. First, Chen, welcome to Run Talk SA. Thank you. But uh, tell me, I mean, you came here, what, two and a half years ago, and you decided you were going to start running big distances, as many races as you could. How many races do you think you've done? Um, in average, I think, if including 10K, half marathon, and marathon and ultra, I think I did maybe more than 100. I think in two years' time, should be maybe 100, I think. 100 races, and you've done literally every weekend you've gone on a race, right? Correct, correct. Yeah, actually, one year, 52 weeks. Among the 52 weeks, only in December, I didn't do so many races because there is not much race around. So I think I reckon one year should be at least 80 races. So there's two years, 160 years. Do you, did you train each week during the week, Monday to Friday, or did you just really commit to running pretty much at the weekend? To be honest, last year when I trained and aimed for a bureau run in Comrade, I train structurally. I follow the comrade program drafted by Limsey Pelly, comrade coach. I do heel repeat. I do uh, time trial during the week, and then I do the long run, which is the races in the weekend. Okay. But now with the baby, not so much. <laughs> okay. So, 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 and you were doing Saturday and Sunday morning races. Did you do quite a few double hits where you did like half marathon Saturday, half marathon Sunday? Yeah, that's basically how I get started in South Africa. Two years ago, I decided to do Comrade, and I think I should do some more marriage after, after running, and I found doing races, half marathon Saturday, half marathon Sunday, is perfect training for me. And uh, if you look at a, a complete year, what sort of mileage do you think you were doing in one calendar year? You mean in races only, or my training? I think in total. In total, actually in total, I count it's about 3,000k. About 3,000... 3,000 kilometers per year. Wow, okay, that's pretty amazing. And and uh, out of all those races, of course, you got known for taking photographs. I mean, yeah. that's the one big thing. You carried a camera around with you. How many photographs do you, do you take on a half marathon and how many on a marathon? Typically, if a half marathon in a, in a suburb, it will be around 100 photos normally. Right. If it's in a very scenic area, maybe 200. 
Wow. For a marathon, typically around 200. And if it's a very scenic marathon, then could be 400. Sure. And you've been posting these pictures on your website, your Facebook site? Yeah, yeah. I'm posting those pictures on the Running in Africa Facebook page. And do you make, I mean, clearly you started to make a lot more friends yeah. uh, each week. I mean, I ran with you a couple of times. I didn't run, didn't run with you for the whole race, couldn't keep up with you. But I mean, when I ran with you, there was a lot of runners from a lot of clubs saying, hi, Chen, how are you doing, Chen? And, uh, and you know, obviously made friendship through taking photographs. Obviously, it's, I think it's through the photo and also Facebook. Facebook is just amazing because I take photo of one or two guys that I know, then they tag their friend. Then next time I don't have them, I greet them and then they talk to me. Then when I take photo of them with someone else, then they take someone else again. Then I know more and more and more. <laughs> okay, so so basically we're losing our, our photographic, uh, our man on the road who takes all the photographs this year uh, for four ways and of course for South African running. Uh, let's quickly go back though. Out of all those races that you've actually done, yeah. which would you say are the best races? And regardless of distance, but give me your your best races in South Africa in the time that you've spent here over the last two and a half years? Uh, to be honest, there is so many very, very good races. The best, I think, no doubt, is Comrade. It's, it's probably not the most scenic, not the most uh, difficult, not the toughest. It is tough, it is tough. It, but the vibe, the, the environment, the people in the Comrade is just different. That is the best ever race I've done. Ever. And, and and that vibe, uh, getting those people talking to you, is that going to bring you back? Yes, I have registered for Comrade next year. So you'll be flying back to <laughs> do that race? Back. I'll be flying back for Comrade next year. And Chen, trail runs, I know you've done a lot of those as well. Yeah. Uh, is there any trail runs that come to mind that you really enjoyed? Trail run is the, yeah, it's the thing that I enjoy very much. And it's also trail run bring me to many parts of this country. I went to Golden Gate, I went to Songkamda, Springbok, Lady Grey, all this area. <laughs> and all these are just beautiful. Very, very beautiful. So you leave from here to go to Scotland. Uh, you're off on your travels tomorrow, Friday, and you won't be back. Well, maybe not. Until Comrade next year. <laughs> until June next year. Yeah. Uh, are you going to continue running in, in Scotland? You're going into winter. It's going to be cold there. Yeah, so I just need to catch up with some run. I will arrive on Saturday morning. And if everything go well, then Saturday afternoon I will do a hill race. And then next week I'm doing a Rod Nash Marathon. And a little, some more small races until October. Then I think I just have to train myself until spring. <laughs> and, and, and you've been, you're going to promise to post photographs to us here in Africa of the, uh, the runs in Scotland and the United Kingdom, I would imagine. Sure, yes, I promise, definitely. Yeah. Uh, is there any final thing you'd like to say to all the South Africans and all the runners that you took photographs of over the last three years and your final sort of uh, farewell to South Africa? Is there anything you'd like to say to those people? Um, I think the main thing I want to say is thank you, everybody. Because people, the runners in South Africa is so great, so friendly. And the club here is just amazing. Without all the club and the runners who devoted themselves to the club, we won't have so much fun, so much running event. And thank you, everybody, and hope to see you in Comrade. Chen, thanks very much, and we look forward to seeing you yeah. with that camera once again in the Comrades of uh, 2014. Good luck in Scotland, and good luck with your running. Thank you.
Right, we've just finished the uh, Boxburg 15 out at the Sportsman's Warehouse at the East Rand Value Mart. And runners often forget what it's like to do their first 15 or their first 10 or their first marathon. And I ran with, with my wife today who did her first one as well. Uh, and uh, along the way, we ran into a couple of other people who did their first 15 today. And I'm joined uh, by Amber and Kirsten. Amber, how did, how did you go today? Uh, I think it was okay. Hey, uh, We could have prepared a bit better. <laughs> but um, otherwise, I think we, we're good. We, we had a goal and we reached it, so that was really good. Yeah, training training always helps though, doesn't it, Kirsten? <laughs> okay, we did absolutely no prior training. Probably, <laughs> looking back, probably not the best idea, but <laughs> next time, we'll be better next time. You guys were saying on the route that, that you, you're not runners, you don't class yourself as runners. You you, you, would, you would have done a 10 if they had a 10 here today. That's the only reason you, you did the 15 is because there was only a 5 and a 15. <laughs> yes. What brought this, this running bug about? I mean, you joke that you do no training and you've got to have done something to, to have done a 15, Amber. No, we do. We actually, we play quite a lot of sport. We play hockey. So, I mean, on average a game, you, you're running about 5K. So, but I think there's a goal to it. You're running after something. Running, you're just running. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're spot on. You, need a, you definitely need a goal to, to do something. And, and I mean, long term, you guys were asking about us about the, the longer sort of races, two oceans and, and that sort of thing. I mean, Kirsten, have you got any ambitions to do the longer ones? Absolutely. Um, I'm actually going to enter the 21k, two oceans next year, and then yeah, off that, comrades. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and I mean, 15, I mean, I see that you guys on the route as well. If you if you can run five, you can run 10. If you can run 10, you can run 15. And, and you guys have seen it today as well. You're 6k is off that, that two oceans mark now. And, and you guys were pretty comfortable today. I mean, we were walking lots and we had, we had a whole bunch of fun. You weren't hating life too much, were you, Amber? No, not at all. Like I say, it's just preparation. I should have had a bit of socks on, but other than that, it's all good. You know, it, it is one of those things that you, it comes with experience. You talk about socks and and, and, and you end up chafing in places you didn't know you had places. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's something you definitely learn with time. But but as an overall experience, Kirsten, have fun today? I had so much fun. And even though I moaned at least for the last 10Ks, I'll do it again. With, in a heartbeat, I'll do it again. And, and if somebody's like listening to this and they're, and they're thinking about getting going, maybe they've done a 5K or odd 5K fun run, what would you say to them to start sort of kicking on and, and doing the longer ones? Get friends that'll push you. <laughs> That's the only thing. Get friends that'll do it with you and friends that'll push you. And and you can do it. You 100% can do it. Even if you walk. Yeah, we walked a lot. Yeah. No, we, we did walk a lot. <laughs> Kirsten Amber, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate it. Well done on your first one. And hopefully we'll see you at, at many, many more. Thanks, man. Thank Thanks. you so much. Run Talk SA this week, uh, a few weeks ago, we chatted to Joey Fenter about uh, the Washi 100 miler she was running. And I get tons of emails in uh, about or from people asking about 100 milers and, and how to get into it and that sort of thing. And I thought, you know what, let me chat to the current king of 100 milers. And it's off to Paul Aquane we go now. Uh, Johan van Amadeville, welcome on to Run Talk SA. Thanks for, for taking the time to chat to us. Oh, thank you. Pleasure. Johan, before we get into, into 100 milers and that sort of thing, for, for our listeners who don't know much about you, tell us a little bit, bit about yourself. Well, um, yes, I'm self-employed. I'm, I'm running a vehicle tracking company in Polokwane. And um, uh, yes, I was doing, I've, I've done 13 commonalities. And um, yes, I'm a father of two. And uh, I'm happily married. Yes, we're going for a marathon. Okay, and you you're also the the current Washi 100 miler champion as well. And, and you're not just the champion; you smashed the record. Yes, yeah. I, 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 uh, last year before the Washi, because last year was my first Washi, um, I went there and I I just knew I'm going to break the record because I was very very well prepared. I didn't I didn't even uh, look at commerce. I looked past commerce for the Washi, 
Because uh, I believe that um, if you believe in yourself, that's the very first thing. You must back yourself to do something. So yes, last year it was a thirteen oh seven oh five. This year I came a bit short, yeah, thirteen eighteen oh two because of cramping. Okay, I mean that's 13, thirteen, just over thirteen hours, hundred miles, hundred and sixty k's. That's that's moving some, Johan. Yeah, yes, you know, um, I, I I didn't knew I had this talent for going more uh, further than this hundred kilometers, but uh, I had um, quite a number of disappointing kilometers in the past where I was very well prepared, but uh, never had a, a, a nice kilometer, a good one that I can say this night I couldn't beat myself on the day. So uh, I've tested my hand uh, on the running further than that on the dust to dawn or dawn to dust. Um, it was. Uh, in 2011, and then I smashed the record. It was at that time 120 kilometers for 12 hours, and I went 139. So, yes, then I saw, listen, um, I think I've got uh, talent for running further than 100 kilometers, yes. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, I've done a few comrades myself. Uh, Parky's done a, a few as well. I just, you want, it, 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 is it a mindset thing? I mean, a, a lot of people, and, and it was probably the same for you when you started running, when you think, yo, I've just run a 42, especially up, up to your first comrades, you go, yo, I've just run a 42, and now I've got to go and run double that and a bit more for comrades. Is it the same sort of thing for a 100 miler where, after comrades, I'm absolutely shattered. But is it a mental thing? I mean, obviously you've got to prepare. But is it is it a, is it something that you tell yourself in your head? You know what? I'm running 160 k's. So what? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a mindset. Um, you know, when you when you run past 100 kilometers and you watch and you look at your Garmin, you see 100 plus kilometers, you almost get the fright because you're not supposed to, to be there at that time. Or um, and then it's just a matter of. Um, Rewarding yourself, you will tell yourself, "Listen, I've got the f- just four hours of running left, four hours left," and you start telling yourself this. You can see yourself lying at the end, and but it's it's, it's constantly calculating in your mind. All the it's keeping me busy. I'm, I'm every minute. It's just uh, uh, calculations in my head. Yeah. All right, fantastic. And Johan, then tell me, with regards to to sort of long term plans and goals, what 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 do you want to to achieve in in the long term? You know, 2013 was a was a quite a hectic year for me. I will never repeat this year because um, in January I ran 209 kilometers in a 24-hour, and then I followed it up in March 253 kilometers in uh, 24 hours. I just came short of uh, what I was I, I record uh, that is standing now for 60 years. Um, that's around the track. Um, and then in April I did 560 kilometers, uh, 16 kilometers in a six-day. Um, and, 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 and by accident, I broke the South African record on, on 24-hour road, 230 and 48 hours, 333 kilometers. Followed that up in June by with Comrades, and then in July with Washi, in August, Golden Reef, 100 miler, and then September, uh, Capital Classic. So it was a hectic, hectic year. Um, uh, I will, I want to have, let's say, just two major goals. For next year, um, I want to definitely go and, and do Washi under under 13 hours. Um, this year I couldn't come close to it because I was over I, over the race. Um, I was constantly uh, just uh, uh, what you say um, tapering for for races and um, also um, uh, you know it was very very difficult to get into a, a training program with all these long races. So next year, Washi will be my main goal. Um, 
but said that at the end of the year, um, I'm going to try to do the 48-hour um, and up my African record. This is not a very high record. It's 333 kilometers in 48 hours. So that will be my two goals for now. Go and uh, set up the... I want to aim for 400 kilometers in, in 48 hours at the end of the year. And then washing, obviously, next year, July. Johan, I, I hear you talking those distances, and I, I think 300Ks. I'm, I'm quite chuffed if I, if I put 300Ks in in a month. You're talking in, in 48 hours. That's just phenomenal. Yeah, you know, as you said in the beginning, it's, it's quite a mindset. And um, I've, I've done some experiments uh, with, with, uh, with the way, uh, you know, um, supplements and also uh, diet. Um, before the capital classic now, uh, the past weekend, uh, I was on a paleo diet. And it didn't work out for me that well. I didn't have any power. I didn't have enough uh, energy. Um, I wasn't so sore. But, uh, so I'm, I'm playing around with a few things, but I think go back to basics will be, will be my, my best way. Just eat normally during the, the long races. Okay. And, uh, supplements is very important, uh, on these long runs. Yeah, I'm sure. And then, Johan, you just, you, you talk about, Getting getting the mindset right and 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 that, but obviously physically it, it's got to take it, its toll on you. How how do you recover from these things? Because I mean I I don't know how big you are. I'm quite a big guy, so I run like a comrades, and I really battle to get going again. How do you physically recover from one of these things? Yeah, I think because I've, I've got a quite a uh, strengthful training program. I do about 140 kilometers a week, and it's, it's normally it's intensive in things. It's not just uh, I, I never have a uh, Slow run, let's say LSD, or they call it LSD. So I want to, to go at at least four minutes, five, fifteen a kilometer. So if you if you up your training program, you will recover obviously quicker. So um, uh, normally, like in I've done it now Saturday, the, the capital capital classic, and um, I take about two days off. So yesterday I started running again, and um, I'm I'm feeling well. I, I, I don't know if it's just uh, my my. Because I'm not a big person, I'm I'm 1.68 and I weigh 62 kilograms. So I don't think I, my my body's taking that much punishment during the races. Okay, yeah, no, definitely. I I, I weigh about W, and that's probably why. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's amazing. I mean, I just I, I I'm fascinated by hundred milers. It's definitely something that that's on my bucket list that I want to do at some stage. What advice would you give to someone who's who's contemplating, maybe thinking about doing a hundred miler? Yes, um, I think you must, um, as I said, my goal is you must back yourself. Obviously, you must do your training. Um, nothing different to commerce training. Basically, the same same stuff. But um, if you, you can uh, you can hit your wall after the commerce mark, um, and then you will you get battle through it. It's just a mindset. You say, listen, um, you know, just push yourself, and then you will feel much better after that. Obviously, get your different walls after that. But um, you, you mustn't go and, and give up and sit down. You must just... You, you, you will feel within 10 minutes better than, than ever. Um, it's just uh, some, some uh, back yourself all the way. That's it. Yeah, that is so often the case. You go through patches where, where perhaps you don't feel great and, and it is on, on various distances. You just got to know that you are going to feel better soon after that and just keep pushing through. Johan van Amadeva, it's been great chatting to you. I, I love sort of hearing how different people think about different distances in particular and, and these long ones really fascinate me and hopefully our listeners uh, found, found this interview insightful as well. Thanks for your time today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. So Brad and myself thought that the winter season is now over and here in South Africa we're about to get underway with the 2013-2014 
season in earnest. Uh, the races start picking up throughout the country. A lot more activity on the calendar. And uh, I think it's well worth us having a bit of a chat. Um, of course, let's start in our hometown, or close to home anyway. Brad, um, Central Kauteng Athletics, uh, the Benitez City, the city's on the way soon. That's probably one of the biggest. That's coming up on the, on the 29th, Sunday the 29th. I've never done this race, uh, but it's not an overly difficult race from what I understand. Have you done it before? I've also never done it, Parky. I just, for me, I battle to wrap my head around running that sort of distance this time of the year. I always... I always joke that I hang out on the dark side uh, for six months after Comrades, and then January I'll start picking up and doing the longer ones. But I know a lot. I know a lot of people from from the club that I run with that are running this weekend, and 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 yeah, there's, there's tons of of big races happening. I mean, this last weekend also down in Cape Town was the Cape Town Marathon. Lots of people I knew were running that one. Uh, it was the SA Half Marathon Champs, who which took place in East London this past weekend as well. Stephen McCorker defended his title in the men's race. Renee Carmo, who we had on the, on the show just a few weeks ago, uh, defended her title as well, which is pretty cool to see, especially considering she's uh, been coming off an injury. Absolutely. And uh, for those of you that actually are wondering about how busy or how popular the Benitez 50 kilometer is, I can tell you, even though that Brad's on the dark side, that there's 4,500 people that run it. Uh, it kicks off uh, fairly early in the morning. As you would imagine, for a 50-kilometer race, you've got to get in uh, before the sun comes up. So, well, I say before the sun comes up. It's only just. It starts at 6 o'clock in the morning and, of course, is at the Centurion Train Station and then runs all the way through to Melrose in Johannesburg. It is a fairly flat run for the first or oh, 20-odd Ks, and then there's a bit of a downward between 20 and 30, and then a slight gentle up between 30 and 50. Um, the time limit is six and a half hours, and, uh, and, and a good race from what I gather. Um, I certainly would like to try, and I've been speaking, funny enough, to our coach, um, Lindsay Perry, who's, who's trying to train, uh, well, me and a whole bunch of mates, but the big thing is, is I've always done like you have, Brad. I've sort of waited until Discam and then, sort of thought, okay, let me brush off the cobwebs and start training through to, uh, through to Comrades in June and give it a, a six-month tonk, as it were. Um, I do think, though, and he's the one trying to instill this in me, is get yourself qualified for the actual two oceans or for the Comrades this year. And then you take the pressure off, and you can start then doing better and quicker and more precise runs in 2014 as you lead up to the big races. So I think it's probably good advice if those of you who are considering maybe improving upon your speed, and let's face it, with the comrades, that's probably not going to be too difficult if the weather plays a part. Uh, but if you are looking to try and improve, then maybe you should be starting to look at the Benitas uh, and, and trying to squeeze in a marathon this year. Yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of them. I mean, last week on the show, uh, it was a bit of a, a, a laugh with, with James Evans. If you heard that interview, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And, and I mentioned on the website, but uh, Parky, uh, we've been chatting about it too. We had a, a little threat of legal action, so uh, we've pulled that interview down. But uh, the Soweto Marathon is supposed to be happening first weekend in November. And after that chat uh, with James Evans, I'm, I'm none the wiser whether it's happening or not. But that same weekend, uh, I know, uh, is a great Comrades qualifier. You talk about qualifying this time of the year. Uh, it's that first weekend in November. It's in Mpumalanga. It's called uh, the Carpsa Whip Marathon. And I've heard tons of good, uh, good things about this. They basically, you, you drive 42 kilometers out of Nelspruit and you literally run downhill all the way. Uh, to Nelsbrook, you end up finishing in the Mombella Stadium, which is uh, that big football stadium that they built for the FIFA 2010 World Cup. And apparently that race is awesome if you're planning on doing a, a PB. There's another one as well, and you mentioned Lindsay Parry. 
Uh, it's happening the first weekend of December. Uh, it happens every year down in Port Elizabeth. It is the Aspen PE Marathon. Uh, Lindsay, I know, goes down there and he tries to run a PB at that marathon as often as he can because apparently it's, it's fast and flat. It's at sea level for the guys coming up uh, from, from up north. And, and yeah, it's pretty close to, to Cape Town if, if that's uh, ooh, a marathon you're looking to do at that time of the year. I think that one's definitely a, a doable one. And, of course, middle of October, 19th of October, the, uh, the SABS uh, Jacaranda City Challenge. Also, not a particularly hectic run. Uh, that uh, also gets quite a big field of 3,500 people. There's a time limit of five and a half hours, but uh, not a bad run at all. So that's uh, 19th of October in the, uh, in the capital, in uh, Pretoria, and uh, that's the SABS Jacaranda City Challenge. Um, well worth having a look at. It's a difficulty rating of four. However, from what I gather, um, that four is maybe a little overstated. Yeah, so so lots of good races this time of the year. I mean, you know what? I, I, maybe I should actually think about doing one, Parky. I don't know about... Have, have you ever run a marathon this time? I mean, you've run the Sueto Marathon before, but have, do you normally run a marathon this time of the year? No, I, I, I must admit that I try and keep... Uh, I, I work generally up to the, uh, the RAC Tough one. And, and that's a race that I always enjoy doing. It's the 32-kilometer. They've, they've changed the actual course in recent years. Um, I'm not sure whether it was this last year or the year before they changed it. I, I have a funny feeling it's only been changed in, in the last six months at the end of last year, uh, which threw quite a few people. But it's, it's always a good race, and it's always good fun. And, of course, you're heading into the Christmas spirit, so people uh, are in the mood for a couple of drinks afterwards on the field, and the facilities there are, are second to none. They really do good on a, put on a good show. So... Um, I always work towards that, but I'm considering, uh, after listening to our coach, Lindsay, Lindsay Perry, and trying to get a 42 in this year, and I think it may take a bit of that pressure off. So you don't get your February March and think, oh, I've got to do something now, and I've got to do quick, and what if I get injured, what am I going to do? Because, you know, there's always that threat of injury. If you leave it until the, the first three months of next year, you get an injury, and then all of a sudden you're sort of scrambling, trying to get yourself a qualifier um, b- before you, you know, run into cutoff times. Yeah, and Lindsay always talks about that time of the year as well. You shouldn't be worrying about qualifying a speedy marathon. Yes, you're going to be running marathons and ultras, but that's not the time of the year to be to be trying to put in a PB because that's the time when you should just be doing long, slow sort of stuff to get yourself ready for comrades. So the, the thinking behind it, I think, definitely makes sense. Absolutely. And uh, anyway, we'll look at more races uh, as, as we go through into the end of the year or the beginning of the running season, certainly between now and the Christmas and, uh, and keep you up to date with uh, not only our observations and what we're told, but of course we'll speak to the key players who are organizing these races and maybe get a few more insights for you here on Run Talk SA. Well, that's it. Another episode of Run Talk SA done and dusted. Uh, Parky, you've uh, probably noticed on the website, and hopefully our listeners have too, that we've uh, migrated to a platform called SoundCloud, which is uh, pretty cool. If uh, you want to share the the podcast and that sort of thing, they've also got an Android app as well. In the past, uh, we focused mainly on iTunes. It is still on iTunes. You can download it as per normal if you if you uh, use iTunes. But what uh, the SoundCloud's uh, app does is it just allows you to share it a lot easier. And if you go check out our website, runtalksa.co.za, you'll see in each episode there is the widget, and you can listen to it on the website. Uh, there's ways to share it. You can also fast-forward, get through, uh, go back, and that sort of thing. It just makes it so much easier to listen to as well. So hopefully the functionality is a lot better than the old player that we used. I think it is, and the feedback's been pretty good so far as well.
Absolutely. Uh, I must admit, I do enjoy SoundCloud and uh, much easier to listen to on your iPhone, your tablet. Um, just, just click through and bang, you're on your way. And you can, of course, fast forward, pause wherever you want to be in the interview. So if you want to miss out Brad's bit, you know, that's easy. Just <laughs> fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> Parky, also don't forget, uh, I'm just going to ask people if they want to be in touch. As always, you can tweet us at RunTalkSA. Uh, you can like our Facebook page as well, RunTalkSA on Facebook, or pop us an email, podcast at RunTalkSA.co.za. And, of course, we're always looking for your comments, your thoughts, and uh, feedback. It just helps us make this program uh, more entertaining. We're doing it because we love running, and we hope you love running and uh, sharing in some of the information we're able to bring you every single week. Uh, from me, Simon Parkinson, have a fantastic running week. Uh, the weather looks like it's going to get warmer and better, and that means you're going to get fitter and faster. Uh, until next week, have a great week of running. Yeah, and from myself, Brad Brown, we'll chat then. Cheers. And uh, that's, I mean, listen, everyone knows him by the, the name Chen. And the reason is, is that he takes photographs every single run. Oh, man. Phone's ringing. Sorry. <laughs> it's not even my, I don't know where it is. That's the stupid thing. Okay, sorry. Someone's now answered the other phone. Okay, where was I? Uh, you were saying. Let, let, me, let me pick up from Chen. Okay, cool. Go for it. But let's get on to this week's program. Uh, I caught up with a guy by the name of Chen. Now, a lot of you will... Oh, sorry, one second. <laughs> Karen! Okay, shall we do it again? Oh, pick up from Chen. This week, I caught up with a gentleman by... Now, oh, hang on. Let me start that again. Now, I've bloody put my headphones on. I'm all over the place. Okay, you ready? Go for it. This week, I cork... Cork. <laughs> on this week... <laughs> This is not going well. Okay. Right. Deep breath.